you unlock this door with a beer or some mezcal, beyond it is a ridiculous podcast. A podcast of Max, a podcast of Gary, a podcast of Biscuit. You're moving into a land of both key drips and lions, of fun facts and no sleeves. You just crossed over into the credit zone. Our favorite part of the movie or show Are the credits at the start and the end The songs are like a long-lost friend Credits score Where credits get the credit they're due Ooh! Ooh, spooky! Is that that a ghost or an old lady, uh, an old man? Yours was an old lady. Yours was like... I'm trying to be a pallbearer, like the uh, Undertaker's uh, guy. Oh, you sounded more like uh, the the Herbert, the pedophile from Family Guy. (laughs) Ooh, we're going to do some Twilight Zone, man! (laughs) Oh wow! What what a great way! It's been a while since we've we've published an episode, and this is how people are going to come back to listening to Credit Score. Perfect. Welcome to Credit Score, or should I say, Credit Scare? Everybody, it's Credit Scare season. That's right. It's super scary in Credit Scorantine. As if the world needed to be scarier. It's October, and we're we're going to the. Uh, to the Halloween spooky well for our podcasts. And uh, for this one, I'm going to be known as Scary Budak. And I'm going to be uh, Axe Killer. My name is Max Max Miller. And <laughs> yes, I guess I should yes. say our actual names. <laughs> I, you're right. Uh, my real name is Gary Dudak, for those who don't know. Going by Scary Budak today. Uh, I was trying to remember, did we do these exact same names last year? Yes, that's what okay. I said when we both. So, so for those of you listening, Gary and I log on to this thing called Squadcast, and you can put in your name at the bottom. So we always put something ridiculous that has to do with what we're recording. Hilarious! Yeah, I, I do yeah. something hilarious. Yeah, this year we do both the same exact ones we used last year. <laughs> Didn't even try to do anything new. <laughs> I thought about going with Gary Gouldak, but no, Scary Boudak. Just it's a hit. Why mess with it? I mean, Axe Killer is pretty solid too. So. If you were Elliot Gould, you could do Eddie, Elliot Gould mm. like it's a like it's a verb. Well, no, you wouldn't do Elliot. You do Heliot. Oh, that's even better, yeah, man. Yeah, you should you should write for the Simpsons just the credits <laughs> on the Halloween season. I always I always loved those when I was growing up. Always loved those. We'll be we'll be talking about the Simpsons tonight a little bit. Believe uh, you we'll me, be, we always end up talking about the Simpsons for some reason. That's true. That's the true. Simpsons, the Simpsons, <laughs> and Sister Act Two back in the habit. <laughs> Usually for the Simpsons, it's my spot on impressions, but we'll we'll save that tonight. I'm going to dress up for Halloween as Sister Mary Clarence uh, from Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. That's what I decided. You know, I would actually allow that. I, I, I think that I, I would actually do the podcast. It, the one that you've been wanting to do for so long, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. I would do it if you dressed up as the, the nun. For that we'll, episode? Yeah. But I have to be able to see you and know that you're dressed up. Um, oh, I would do that. Yeah. That's okay, a deal. That's a deal. All right. That's our, a deal. Virtual handshake. That's a deal. And... When we do the Borat opening credits, you I want you wearing his bathing suit. <laughs> you, what, you'd want me to wear that bathing suit? And, and Actually, put the, I don't. Put I've, the camera you know down. I've had a few drinks already, already tonight. I don't want that. I take it back. Oh, man. You must be hitting the mezcal. I, you know what? Let, let's just come clean. You were watching the debates because it's... We're going to air this later, but it's the first presidential debate. Talk about Max, scary. Ma- yeah, that's the real true horror. And uh, Max is hitting the bottle pretty hard. Oh, whiskey again tonight, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm doing something that I don't think I've ever done on Credit Score. Uh, I'm going with Trulies tonight. I've never even some, heard of that. Some leftover Trulies. This is blueberry and acai hard seltzer. It's pretty good. Pretty delicious. Oh, it sounds awful. Mm. It's not bad. It's not bad. I was I was thinking about going with bleach after watching the debate, but I decided <laughs> no. You're gonna save, you save that and you inject it into your veins to kill oh, the coronavirus. Yeah, right. So okay, yeah. Didn't you know you that? Yep. Didn't you learn yep. that? Okay, yeah. Anyways, it's it's good to be back. It's spooky season already. It snuck up on us. Uh, it, it has actually. It it's October already, or it's actually a little bit before October when we're recording this, but uh. It's starting to feel a little more fall. The sun's going down a little. My daughter, she's almost two tonight. For the first time I've ever heard her say, the sun's going down. We were playing down at the playground. She said that? She Yeah, she just goes, sun's going down. And I was like... Oh, I thought it was more... I thought it was like a creepy child. Like, the sun... 
<laughs> the sun is going down. Yeah, as I, as I was putting her to bed, she just looked at me and says, the sun's going down, daddy. And I was like, oh my God. It's time to sundown, daddy. <laughs> oh God. No, it was just normal, cute. Sun's going down. And I was like, yeah, how did you learn that? And I had to explain that when the sun goes down, then it's time to go home and go to bed. So and that's what we did. She's a little bit like a uh, talking Tina, which we'll mm. also talk about coming up here. Yes. Like I said, there's going to be many, uh, many references of spooky. Well, well, we'll get into it here. But first, I wanted to give it. I wanted to give a shout out to you. Uh-huh. Uh Oh, I, I love this. We should do this yeah. every episode. Well, it's going to be a shout out and also a reprimand. A, a, a oh, lashing. oh, God. It's going to be a tongue okay. lashing, too. Uh, shout out to Bob's credits. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank Max, you. Max and Skyler started a spinoff podcast, and I listened to uh first episode only so far. And, uh, you know, it, it's great. And I, I learned a lot. And I'm also a little pissed off that I don't uh, get the um, we're in love thing, you know, like you and you and Star Trek saying you're in love <laughs> and every lovey dovey. We we host a podcast. What, where's where's my love? All right, what, I, what's that all about? I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. I've never, I've never gotten a single love shout out, and Star getting all the love. On I just like one. I just asked you to dress sexy for me, pretty much a couple <laughs> minutes ago. So don't worry that's about not, it. That's not love. That's not <laughs> yeah. love. That's true. That's lost. <laughs> yeah, lost. Pure, pure. It's the sleeveless shirts that do it for me. I can't help it. You're a hard man to love. You're an easy man to lust. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. Thank you, though. Yeah, four episodes, right? Yeah, I know. Probably more by the time this goes up. But yeah, we, we're doing um, every end credit sequence to Bob's Burgers. They have they have amazing end credit sequences, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're getting some good response to it and yeah if anyone's listening and wants to listen please check it out um we're bob's credits everywhere on socials if you want to follow us there nice nice yeah. well, well done well done I'm, thank you i'm impressed that you've uh launched a separate project during quarantine like so many others have not me but you have i so i'm just, anything anything to keep my brain from thinking <laughs> about anything else no shit i'm so we're doing spooky season. We've got a few great episodes coming up. We love spooky season. We do indeed. We love credit scare. We have fun with it. So at, at some point also, we've got a great guest coming to do a scary episode with us. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be after this one or if it's going to be uh, the next one, but just keep an, keep an ear out for that. Just want to tease that now. But tonight was Gary's pick. We That's flip right. flop on picks. We are always kind of limited around scary season because we want to do entertaining credits but we also want to do ones that are very um notoriously scary yeah or right? i would say i would say famously scary this is famously a, scary yeah, yeah yeah it's not not okay legendarily scary there you go so you picked the twilight zone or twilight zone i picked the twilight zone uh marketed as just twilight zone for seasons four and five for some reason uh i've been getting into this lately it's 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 there's some weird like results of of uh this pandemic and one of them has been me for some reason finding my way on the sci-fi channel uh <laughs> just like i'll just be like clicking through i'm like oh what's this black and white creepy thing and it's almost always the twilight zone so then i started recording the twilight zone because like i don't know about you but like there's too many goddamn like shows and dramas that people want you to watch and then i look and they're like an hour per episode twilight zone is like 22 minutes so i just dvr them they're super. They're super easy. So I just watch like one or two of those at night instead to like just relax and like. And I I've like honestly fallen like I've become obsessed with them a little bit <laughs> to the point where like my wife is calling me an old man and will come out from the bedroom and she'll wait. See- wait how can you just mention her after we've said the Borat costume and just glaze <laughs> glaze over that? Sorry, my wife will come there out of the bedroom. And she'll see me like just like in the dark, sitting half smirking at the TV, holding a, a glass of wine. And she'll be like, hey, uh, do you want your Werther's Originals or your Butterscotch Candy <laughs> while you watch your 1959 spooky Twilight Zone episodes? Oh, everyone who listens has listened to this podcast knows how much I love when Sarah berates you. <laughs> it's she has so funny. To. But, you know, but to be fair, she sometimes gets hooked on them or at least asks me like what's going on and I'll describe the episode. And she'd be like, oh, OK, that sounds pretty cool. So it's funny you mentioned the well, we'll get into this as we go through. But you mentioned the 22 minutes because the creator, Rod Sterling, who we'll also get into a lot more. Um, I think the the later seasons were or like season four. Season went four. To an yeah. hour. Yep. There was, there was five was, seasons. He was against that. Right. Which makes sense. Right. I feel and that I, way. I have watched a couple of those and they definitely seem they, like they dragged a little bit, like they were kind of 
you know, stuffed with some stuff that's just unnecessary. It's, it's the perfect half hour show. It's like it has a perfect format where it sets it up. It's creepy. And then you get kind of the rising action and there's like, you know, usually a twist or some moral or something like that kind of, you know, brings it all together. And it's just better in a quick episode format. But there's I think there was 18 episodes that are an hour long. I've probably watched a few of them. One of them was pretty good. The other ones were kind of like, eh, whatever. So it's better in a half hour format. So I agree with Rod Serling, the uh, the creator. And the, he's like the narrator, too, which we'll talk about when we, once we start these credits. Yeah. So is that sh- your experience with it? Is that you've been watching them recently? You've really gotten yes. into them. You're you never I, watched them as a kid. Never, or anything. never really watched them as a kid. I think I would see them sometimes on, you know, in syndication or at my grandpa's house, <laughs> speaking of old men. But really, I only knew them through pop culture references, mostly The Simpsons, because mm-hmm. you, I, I had this book growing up and I, I, I actually can't remember what it was called, but it was like the first 10 seasons it would go episode by episode and list all of the pop culture references in the Simpsons. And so many of them were Twilight Zone, especially the Halloween episodes, of course. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of how I learned about it and learned a lot of the jokes and a lot of the inside, you know, insider info and the classic lines and the classic episodes and stuff like that from Twilight Zone, but didn't really watch it. Did you? I, I definitely did like here and there. I caught certain episodes as a kid, like, um, nightmare at twenty thousand feet is that what it is that's the, that, that's the william shatner one with the gremlin yeah i think i watched that one after seeing uh ace ventura spoof it <laughs> <laughs> you know yep, yep. <laughs> i was like i was like what is that that's so funny what is that and i found out what it was from and then i went and watched the original one and then i remember there was this like period where the twilight zone movie from 83 was playing all the time on like hbo or showtime that sounds about right i, ne- I have actually never seen it uh, i would watch it every time it was on Interesting. Um, and obviously okay. they did they do john lithgow plays that role it's william shatner in the in the old show but uh john lithgow plays it in the movie and they do the same thing and that's so uh, that was kind of my introduction to the twilight zone and then i went back and watched some of the old ones so the 83 movie was just a redo of a lot of the episodes like i think i think maybe one or two i could be wrong there got it some okay. of them were original, i actually, I actually yeah. don't know I, I know all i know about is the uh terrible tragic uh accident helicopter accident by, yeah uh, john john landis yes yes that's yeah that's all we, i know we, about we, the movie. we call him out by name here that's right that's right um, we're not scared that son of a bitch uh that's all i know about the movie really I, I i have never seen that but but i know a lot about this old 1950s through <laughs> 1964 tv show so i'm excited so uh, other than that i've I, i've watched a couple fairly recently and i even watched one when we decided to do it i watched um living doll which i've seen so many times before but i wanted to watch it again and something that stood out to me that i really love is just the uh the nuclear family family aspect of the times (laughs) and just like how mean the dad is (laughs) i know he's supposed to be extra mean but that's like this is this is the reason our parents like their generation was so fucked up is because they had parents like that pretty much there was an episode recently that i watched and i actually can't I, th- I think it was one about um can't remember the name but there was an old guy like a grandpa living in the house with the younger married couple and he was like obsessed with time and like how the grandfather clock was going to stop and then he would die but there was a part where the younger couple which was like his granddaughter and her husband were in the living room or something and she was like just getting up to like walk away and he just smacked her ass like he just quickly like gave her like a pat in the butt <laughs> it, was like, it was so like it was just so jarring like I mean, not, uh, no big deal. Obviously, it was just so funny, like how she was <laughs> like subservient wife, and he just whacked her on the ass. So it, it, it was pretty funny. And then the other funny thing that I noticed is that Rod Serling, who's the narrator, creator, right? He wrote most of the episodes. Uh, he's smoking a cigarette. Like maybe I've only seen probably I don't know fifty episodes, maybe if that. Only. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if that, if that. He's smoking at least. You at, you left out that it's in the last forty eight hours. <laughs> He's smoking a cigarette when he when he introdu- introduces the episode. Probably eighty percent of them so far. There was only I think maybe in season five they told him to stop it or something because in all the earlier seasons he has a cigarette in his hand. That's funny. You mentioned season five. I read that American Tobacco was a sponsor mm. in season five. Okay, okay. I was just like I was like for a, a a cigarette company to be sponsoring hit shows on yeah. like major on networks is so CBS. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways let's get let's get into the twilight zone man i think i'm ready yeah we definitely should should we get like even if you don't know the show you know these this music yeah so growing up my dad anytime something 
bizarre or spooky or creepy would happen or anything weird or odd, he would always go just to that, which is the opening notes of the Twilight Zone uh, theme song, but only starting in season two. So right. we are actually going to be doing season, uh, the season four and five opening uh, titles. There's actually very little credits, which is a little weird, but it's Halloween. So we're doing whatever the fuck we want, but it's mostly just the opening title sequence. And uh, the song was the same from two to five. And then we can, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about season one as well later on, but yeah, you're right. Everybody knows this, this, these notes of the song. Should we get into them? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get going. I'm scared already. All right, so we hear that's that scary. It's it's immediately unsettling, is what I'd say. It it, ma- it makes you feel uneasy. It's such like a jarring note, you know, a couple of notes. Yeah, it's it, weirdly enough. It th- this is known as the guitar and bongo intro. It, you wouldn't. I, I didn't actually know what the sound it was, but apparently those are like two guitars that oh, are going. Okay. Nee, 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 nee. So, and I never, I never thought about the bongos, but yeah, we are going to hear some bongos later. Yeah, so it, it's called the Twilight Zone theme. It was by Marius Constant. He's the composer. I don't really know much about him, but the crazy thing about it is he actually didn't write this theme song like for the show or anything. He had written for CBS like two different short pieces that he, I don't know, he was apparently just writing music for the CBS Music Library. And this is two separate things that he wrote uh, that they combined to create this theme song. I, I wrote, I guess it was called Strange Number Three and Middle Number Two. Those are the, the two pieces that combined to good make names. this. Good names. Really good names. For, <laughs> he also uh, named the Dave Matthews Band. He's a very, very good namer of things. Clever. Yeah. So by like by CBS owning these these pieces and then splicing them together, they just... And they're like rarely heard. Somebody was a genius and created this theme song and they never really had to pay out any like royalties or anything. So, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I don't know who Marius Constant is, but I feel for him because That's he upsetting. probably lost out on a lot of money for that. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like, like you said, it's just so, it's just instantly synonymous with like the Twilight Zone. This is what everybody thinks of is is this neat these opening notes and the narration, obviously. But so yeah, there you go. That's that's pretty fucked up. If you ask me, almost as fucked up as the show, but not quite. Um, so w- with with those creepy. Uh, notes what do we see happen on the screen of these credits we're seeing like a black void and then a little tiny rectangle in the center of the screen starts to expand and then we realize we're in space and because you see a bunch of stars and that tiny rectangle expands into like a white door but like a side view of it so you're just seeing like this slim side of a door like the long side of the door and it's spinning as we hear the that's it should we keep going Ready to hear what else? Uh, hear what Mister Sterling has to say to us. No, uh, what did you say? What did you say? It's Mister Sterling. Sterling. Do, do not call him Sterling. You son You're of right. a bitch. You're right. I have that. I have that written right here. He deserves your respect. All right. Oh, and by the way, he did smoke three to four packs of cigarettes a day. I read that as well. <laughs> yeah, but that was like the norm then, right? Yeah, exactly. They were exactly. all they were all doing that. Yeah, he died young and uh, smoked three to four packs of cigarettes a day. So there you go, kids. Do not smoke cigarettes. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. So we hear Serling. Rod Serling, the creator of the show. Main writer, narrator. Yep. Legend. Yes. And he's... <laughs> yeah, le- of course, legend. I've, 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 many- become, I've become enamored with Rod Serling. In these, yeah, it's, these it's, getting, it's making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> By the way, that's lust, not love. <laughs> No, no, no. I love Rod. <laughs> so and so he says, you unlock this door with the key of imagination as the door is slowly opening. Yeah, the store the door is spinning. Um it it it, it be, it's it revealed to be just a regular kind of like white house door, right? Or maybe an apartment complex door. Yeah. And you don't really see anybody unlock it or anything or use a key. It just opens by itself and you enter through and then you see a picturesque window i would say looking out into like the woods yeah with a couple of trees maybe yeah yeah and the 
you already said you unlocked this door with the key of imagination. What is it? Can I ask you what the key of imagination is? Well, I mean, if you were to ask me, I would say it's probably love. But I mean, you know, that's just me. The key to the key to your heart is the key of imagination. <laughs> now, the key of imagination is uh, is just just deciding to get weird with it. That's that's what I think. Just fucking get weird. Let your inhibition let them blow in the wind. And let get what some, blow in the wind? Your inhibitions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which reminds me of our hills episode. Release oh, your yeah. inhibitions. <laughs> oh man, you had to open up uh, that that show with a key of imagination. Dude, the twilight. Sure. <laughs> the twilight zone reminds me of so many of our past episodes because, like, first of all, I mean, we'll get to it, but also of all the ones you could have named, the hills was not the one <laughs> that I would have thought would come up in this episode. Did, that one just came up, but I mean, Rick and Morty spoofs this intro, which we did several episodes right. back. So definitely. I, and now I'm thinking of the hills. I'm thinking of the Simpsons, which we haven't done yet, but we will eventually. I remember when we did the Rick and Morty opening credits, and you didn't understand. The right we're gonna get right. to the e equals mc squared that flies by and i was right. like that's from the, that's a spoof on the twilight zone and you went oh and now you're yeah now you're the biggest twilight zone fan right i'm telling you man quarantine and this pandemic has changed my life for well mostly the worst but still this is this part is better this part is better i've learned about the twilight zone that's yeah, about it the mindless uh <laughs> uh tv watching zombie part <laughs> <laughs> old man sitting in my in my uh, lawn johns in the living room eating, with your eating. kid kid running in the room saying daddy sundowning <laughs> <laughs> no I, no no creepy kids all right my my, my daughter is a is a, a beauty and a saint and she's perfect she has nothing to do with the twilight zone i watch it after she goes to bed okay skipping through the house la 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 <laughs> <laughs> one and then she's like one two freddy's coming for you oh god Dude, more, more oh, god. credit that, that, that rhyme always scared the crap out of me <laughs> no, totally by the totally. way go listen to last year's credit scary episode nightmare on elm street for all sorts of uh freddy rhymes yes i we, we didn't did we do mostly movies last year i can't even remember that that far back i know i did freddy no, we did freddy and we did we did nightmare on elm street and tales from the crypts right which okay we'll, we'll get to, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that one later on too like yeah. i said so many things are just swirling in my mind it's like a twilight zone in there, you know? Key of imagination. Yeah. You know what? Your brain definitely looks like these opening credits. I know it. <laughs> Just like this empty space where they occasionally like like a, a door flies through, maybe like a, a pint of beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then instead of E equals MC squared, it's like, like a uh, chicken chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> instead of E equals MC squared, it's the lyrics to the Humpty Dance go by on a karaoke <laughs> machine. <laughs> oh shit (laughs) anyways all right so we've gone through the door we see this picturesque window that's just floating in space now looking out at a couple of trees and uh rod serling says beyond it is another dimension a dimension of sound and then it's shatter and that's where i'm not sure if you played that yet but yes the window shatters yeah and and the picturesque window just crumbles into a hundred pieces and then we're just back in space. That, that's it. Yep. You got okay. it. Should we keep going here? Indeed. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. So, yeah, after the, after the window shatters, when Rod says a dimension of sound, we get a dimension of sight. And there's this really, I don't know, off-putting eyeball. I, I don't like it one bit. I don't know about you. It looks like a Muppet eye. Yeah. Or... Like it's- it looks like they went to the Jim Henson, like, or they like they worked at the same uh, office yeah. as the Jim Henson uh, creature shop, and went and grabbed an eye for this. Oh, these opening credits because the eyelashes are kind of like really like flimsily hanging, kind of over the eye, and yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't like. It definitely it. doesn't look like a real eyeball, right? It looks when, more like when a they doll. could have probably just done a real eyeball and made it. Yeah, that's what's so strange. You think they could have just done an, a regular human eyeball floating through? But yeah. I guess like that sequence in uh that that terrifies every child in uh uh willy wonka and the chocolate factory where they're going through the boat ride and there's like a, there's a close-up of an eyeball in there and it's disgusting or like a snake going on some guy's eye right right i oh. guess i guess maybe in 1963 or whenever this season four was they just this was the best they could do so it's kind of like a doll slash muppet eyeball that flowed through so that's the dimension of sight that's the dimension of sight and then that kind of floats through from left to right uh from bottom to top and then right after that, he says a dimension of mind. And then we see the most generic thing that would 
ever you know be like oh this is the this is what's intelligence or your mind it's e equals mc squared <laughs> Which, why wouldn't they just have like if they had an eyeball floating why would they just have a brain that's what i thought too like why do like the intelligence instead of just the actual yeah brain floating by i guess well you know it's gonna get even weirder and, so and brains brains creepier than e equals mc squared i i agree but you know what though the show was not always just creepy sometimes it was just a little strange or a little thought-provoking or you know a commentary a social commentary so maybe that's why they wanted it to be a nice little mix you know yeah i mean that's what he serling wanted he wanted to be like from what i read he wanted to be he wanted to to, to speak on society at the time right but but a lot of television wasn't ready to so he thought kind of like sci-fi like uh um, fictional um, horror were the, was the way to kind of like get s- certain things across that he believed in. Like I know he was very anti-war. Yep, a lot of it. A lot of it's just like the allegorical kind of or like a metaphor for yeah you know, for uh, classism, racism, uh, McCarthyism, Cold War stuff, or I guess nuclear disaster, not Cold War. Um, and like you said, yeah, he's anti-war and he used to push back a lot because I guess early on in his career, he, he couldn't get approval for like political leaning projects and stuff. So this is the way he went. So I found it interesting because, you know, we talked about how this show's had a couple iterations and they just recently rebooted it with kind of with Jordan Peele attached. And I think he hosts it too, or he narrates it. I haven't watched them yet. Yeah. I I think he's like sits, he sits in a chair and kind of like welcomes you to the episode or, and then he does like the narration kind of like Rod Sterling does. So I don't know if you've seen, but like for those who don't know the way the show works is like, he does this opening narration and then there's kind of like an opening scene that sets up the episode. And then he'll like kind of step into the frame and like give it another like this is so and so and they're thinking about this and they're in the twilight zone and then and then it'll go to commercial and then when they come back it'll be the, the actual credits like the the name of the episode written by Rod Serling directed by blah 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 so I, I'm not sure if Jordan Peele does that too but I know he like starts off by like opening in the episode uh, by introducing so, it or whatever so so you haven't seen any of the new ones i haven't seen the new ones no not yeah at all. are you yeah. are you gonna watch them eventually i, I want to I, I think it's on like cbs cbs plus or something that i don't have so it's just so weird why not put that on cbs i would fucking re- i would watch that i would they i were would trying to get that. people they were trying to get people to cbs plus and they use jordan peele by the way that's the reason i brought up jordan peele is just that this show probably i, I assume he's involved heavily influenced him i assume and that's that's like what Get Out was all about. Was right. It was it was right. like horror and a thriller used to as a social commentary. Totally, totally. And Get Out does seem like a movie version of a really good Twilight Twilight Zone episode, like where yeah. they're stealing their bodies or whatever. So, yeah, good shit, good shit. Um, okay, so where did we leave off with the e equals MC squared? Yeah, sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into. Okay. Okay. That was a lot of stuff that happened. That was a lot. And and one of the weirdest things that bothers me every time I see it. (laughs) Right. Okay. So tell us what (laughs) happened after the E equals MC squared flew by. So after the E equals MC squared, uh, the dimension of mind, he says, you're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. Um, As he says that, the e, the e equals MC squared goes away to the left side of the screen, and we're still in space. And this weird Barbie doll looking thing that has no uh, physical characteristics. It's just no face, but it looks like a Barbie doll. But then it has like stringy hair, I guess, attached to it. Yeah. It just it floats through kind of like in a Superman pose from the top right to the bottom left. And I, ha- I don't un- understand that at all. And I, it's I very really, odd. I, I couldn't it's very get, odd. It doesn't really do with the words. I mean, I guess you're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, but why do they have to use such a creepy looking doll? Let me ask them. You're sleeping in the middle of the night and your daughter runs into the room holding this. Oh my what do you, God. what do you do? I, I say, where did you find this thing? And hopefully get a satisfactory answer, which would maybe hopefully be nothing. And then I try to distract her and throw it in the trash and then take it down to the trash chute. And get rid the of man, it forever. What if she says the man with a large smile and the black hat? <laughs> <laughs> what 
Well, then it's time to move. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Get the hell out of there. Yeah. That I minute. I don't care what has to happen. We're getting Don't the fuck be out one of those dads in a horror movie that goes, oh, it's nothing. Yeah, just going through gets, a phase. Yeah. Until he gets <laughs> strangled by a ghost. Uh, that that's another thing that always happens in some of the episodes I've watched is like the man is always kind of like, come on, like really yelling at the woman and getting like lashing out for questioning what the hell. You know, Skylar and I love, love watching horror movies and we started like our, we, every October we just like watch nonstop all sorts of horror movies. But I leaned over to her the other day and I said, if, if you ever come to me, like the women in a lot of these movies and say, there's something in this house, it's haunting our, you know, like there's something in this house I will believe you, and yeah. we are moving that minute. I'm not going to be like these idiot men that are always like, "Come oh, on, I'm sure." Oh, I'm sure it was the pipes. Oh. Yeah, you're. Don't you think you're overreacting? Aren't you a little yeah. tired? Oh, Aren't no, you I would li- be. I'd probably be out there halfway through a sentence. You've been a little stressed out lately. Why don't you just? Why don't you just go to bed? There'd be cartoon smoke. I'd be out of there so fast. <laughs> Silhouette, pew, gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if my daughter Parker brings me one of these dolls that floats through the Twilight Zone credits, I'd I'd be a little perturbed. And like I said, depending on her answer, <laughs> we, <laughs> we we might be moving quickly after that. All right. So what happens after that? He says you're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. And then when that starts to happen, we see a ticking clock uh with the with the the hands of the clock spinning rapidly come from the top left to the bottom right why has the why is a, a a clock like with the hand spinning rapidly become kind of like a symbol of i'm not sure i think it's just chaos or? I think chaos and then so many of these so many of these like creepy twilight zone-esque stories have to do with like time too you know there's an episode where the guy can freeze time uh there's an episode where like uh, maybe that's it it's just the passing of time and the obsession with time is kind of like a dimension but now why it's going fast, maybe just to increase your anxiety, maybe. I don't know. That's my guess. This is the opposite of how time has gone in 2020, by the way. <laughs> Dude, it's, it, it, you know, it kind of maybe does that for like a minute, but then it's just pauses for like months at a time. And then it kind of yeah. goes backwards. And then, yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking terrible. But uh, so, yeah, so we see the clock. And I think you pause it right as Rod Sterling is saying, You've just crossed over into... Oh, I wonder what he's going to say. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. There you go. We did it. A couple things we missed there. Yeah. We So we mentioned the bongos earlier. Mm-hmm. So after the... There's kind of like a... And then like a little percussion bongo drums. And yeah, the other, it's like it's like you're like at like a like an open mic like a poetry slam or something. Right, or right. Night. And then and then it's like a stop and then boom boom boom. Um there's also a saxophone and French horns used in the song. And then like we just and I think those horns are probably used there at the end. And then like we said earlier, for some reason they dropped the the on the show for seasons four and five, and it just it just shows Twilight Zone uh and floating in the space at the end there. They must have gone the Facebook route and dropped the Facebook and just became Facebook, you know? Such a- so you're saying Sean Parker came to mm-hmm. Rod Serling and said, uh, the Twilight Zone isn't cool. You know what's cool? <laughs> Twilight Zone. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what I'm saying. And I, I don't know why they did that. Because it, like, it, it even looks weird because like, he says the Twilight Zone. So why show Twilight Zone? And all the other seasons, it was the Twilight Zone. I don't know. It seems... Seems like something's missing there a little bit, but I, I, I don't know. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So what happens as he says that? Uh, as he says, you cross into the Twilight Zone. Yes. The Twilight Zone uh, words appear on the screen from back to front and just kind of like come at you on the screen and then go out of sight. That's it. Yep. And we last and the last thing we see is just kind of like we're still in space as it fades out. Into Indeed. Black. Yeah indeed so that the one thing i want to comment is that that opening narration changed every season every single season and it's weird because like it only changed well the okay so the first season is the longer one where right. it's, it's kind of really deep and really heavy and a little heavy-handed if you ask me so i can see kind of why they they cut it down a little bit so you want me to read the, the first season narration yeah go ahead okay so in season one which, by the way, had different theme music. Uh, but I want I you to do it as Rod Serling as you possibly can. <laughs> season one, it was 
There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension of vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of a man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. And even I fucking way stumbled. Too long. I stumbled my words like three times, by the way. I, I made several mistakes. It's way too long. That was the length of like Robin Williams monologue in Good Will Hunting. <laughs> it's way too long. And like, if you, if you, we'll, we'll post all these on in our notes and stuff. But if you look up the season one opening, the theme is by a guy named Bernard Herman, uh, two R's, two N's for some reason. Um, it's, it's more kind of like melancholy. CBS said it was too down, too much of a downer. And that's why they kind of made the more unsettling upbeat. Do we want to play just a second? Yeah, go go for it. it. Yeah. It's a lot more dreamlike. Yeah, I I guess you're right. It's not, it's not melancholy. You're right. It's dreamlike. Yeah. And, and, And it's, it's a little more bland too. Like, um, you're not in space. It's kind of like a, like a desert kind of looking, and you can see some kind of like little, I don't know, monoliths in in the sand. And then he kind of goes through a cave. It's kind of like floating in just like a gray area. And it's just all kind of like dreamlike, like you said. But uh, that intro is too long. Just too long. So yeah, anyways, th- for season two, that's when they have the new theme. Uh, the... And they, they shorten it down big time. So the season two intro... I would. I don't want you to do this one as Rod Serling. I want you to do it as um, Julia Childs. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know what Julia Childs sounds like. Is that is that the don't, cook? Don't brown the mushrooms. <laughs> All right, you're traveling through another. Okay, a, that was a bad choice. That was a bad choice. <laughs> uh, how about Mrs. Doubtfire? Hello. <laughs> You're traveling through another dimension, dear. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Oh my that? god, you know what I just realized? It's all about the delivery, because that honestly sounded like the intro to just like a very happy like Disney movie. <laughs> Even with what you were saying. What you were saying, you, nothing was like scary about you have that. To, you have to have Rod Serling say that. Yeah, That's why. yeah. A, a wondrous land where whose boundaries are that of imagination? Are you kidding me? That sounds fantastic. So yeah, so season two, um, it has that that different narration and like the visuals change to like just kind of like a, a weird sphere or sunset kind of in space. And the funniest thing about the season two intro to me is that he kind of rushes the, that's the signpost up ahead of your next stop, the twilight zone. He like hurries it really fast. But then season three, he drops the, that's the signpost up ahead. So he just says your next stop, the twilight zone. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You don't need the signpost. Yeah, you don't need the signpost thing, but season three is cool. And it's, it's been my favorite so far when I'm watching them is because it has the spinny top, like the black and white, uh, it's like a cone that's spinning uh-huh. in space. And to me, that just like when I watch the episodes and I'm on season three, it just kind of like right away, kind of like just, it's just kind of like jarring right away. Gets you kind of in the mood for it. So um, even though I like the, the door and all that shit, the season three one's cool with the spinny top. And then the season four one gets you into the, you unlock the store with the key of imagination. Right. And that that's for season five as well. Season five as well. And season, season four was 18 episodes that were an hour long. And then season five, they went back, which Rod Sterling hated. And then season five, they went back to whatever, 36 episodes that were half hour. So they did it right to go out with the bang. Now, because there were different iterations, there was an 85 revival of the show, apparently. Which and I have never seen, I don't think. Or yeah, I don't think I have it. either. Um, yeah. But I saw that the Grateful Dead did the intro. So oh, no shit. I had to pull that up and listen to it. I'll play a little bit for you now. That's it. It just has a little bit more noodling. They use more keys instead of yeah. drums. They didn't use the drum. So interesting. I, I tell you, man, I'm this this Rod Sterling guy has got me motivated. I'm going to start a... I have never seen you so excited about anything in <laughs> my entire life. This is the most passionate I've ever seen you. I just like that he's just constantly smoking cigarettes on TV. Just so cool, you know? Cool guy. You you are more passionate than all the people kissing each other on The Vow on HBO. 
<laughs> Nobody is more passionate than those people. All right. If, and, but by the way, listeners, if you aren't watching the vow about Nexium, the cults on HBO, go it watch is something. It. it is something. I, I it's it's must see TV every week. It's just like oh, holy shit. This is a whole lot of on the mouth kissing between people for no reason. I just can't. I can't understand that guy and his followers. It's it's just so crazy. But I talk about Twilight Zone. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is the Twilight Zone in real life. All right. Uh, all right. So, so what else you got there, buddy? You got are just we, the last thing. The last thing I want to play before we go into our next segment is just the the new Twilight Zone from this the Jordan Peele version. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow. That's it. You know. So it's it's interesting because he mixes. He starts with the season three intro, mm-hmm. but then he mm-hmm. goes back to the season one of the original with the whole um, between light middle ground between light and shadow. So he kind of like, he kind of uh, combines them a little bit, which is, which is weird, but you know, and, it, and it's like the same kind of visuals, right? There's like a, it's floating through space. Yeah. But a little yeah. bit, you know, obviously updated. It's less cheesy. Uh, it's not like Muppet eyes. And, right. Uh, right. Uh, and the 80, the 1983 movie used the exact same intro too. It was just more modernized as well. Yeah. Like I think just, so. So, so that's the most modern version, but I've, I also read that a film has been like in development hell with Warner Brothers and Leonardo DiCaprio attached for so long now. Huh. I don't know if it's ever going to actually happen, but uh, hopefully they don't, they don't get John Landis to direct it. <laughs> or Max Landis, for that matter. <laughs> Definitely not ne- Max neither Landis. One, neither one of them, please. So should we move into our favorite moment of these Let's credits? Let's do it. favorite moment? What's your absolute favorite moment of these Twilight Zone opening credits that we just went through? Well, I, I already kind of did a little bit of a uh, cheat. And my favorite moment is the spinning top from season three. Mm-hmm. But since we are doing season four and five, uh, my favorite moment is, well, it's just the, it's just the, it's just the music, to be honest. It's just the, and what actually I enjoy is that I never really paid attention to the bongos before. Right. And now when it, when it breaks from that, from the two, learning that it's guitars and then it breaks into the bongos, it's just the sound of that I enjoy the most. Uh, the visuals in season four and five are just kind of like, whatever, no big deal. But uh, I like the, I like the music. That's it. Okay. okay. Pretty All original, right. huh? Yeah. 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 I like the original. Uh, I like the Twilight Zone music. What's your favorite part? It's definitely the eyeball because again, I like that it's a Muppet eyeball and not I, a human eyeball. I don't like that eyeball one bit. It doesn't creep me out. It makes me, I'm perplexed by it. I, I'm going to tell you right now that that is probably my least favorite part. That, okay. that stupid well, eyeball. I'm going to tell you that my least favorite part is that freaky doll. <laughs> All right. You know what? I, I forgot about the freaky doll already. That's I don't actually, like that. The hair is the worst part. It, it's, it's gross. It's the whole thing of it. I don't understand. Was that kind of doll popular back then? And why is the hair so stringy? Like if you saw that a silhouette of that doll with the hair like standing in your like closet, like you opened your eyes in the middle of the night and you saw something like that, just the stringy hair. Oh, it almost looks like the hair is not even attached; like it's floating along with it. it it's really, uh, it's really disturbing. So I, I guess actually I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. The eyeball I don't like, but the doll I, I really don't like. But maybe that's the point, though. Maybe it's supposed to be off-putting, and you're not supposed to like it. You know. So maybe you're, you're, you make you make a point, Gary. Right? You make a good point. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What's next? I think you know what's next, Gary. Oh, yes. I think I do. I think I think I want to ask a question. Uh, I'm very curious what this question is going to be because I bet you've never asked it before. Would these credits. Uh-huh. Go on. Be better with. Okay. Yes. I'm listening. A lion. <laughs> okay i put the sound effect in there you don't have okay you don't have to you don't have to roar Uh, i'm gonna immediately say yes these credits will be better with the lion because first of all you can put it anywhere and there'd be no question about it It wouldn't be like oh why was there a lion because there's so many random things floating around right right so why not why not put a lion in there you're in the twilight zone yeah yeah i think you could even mess with the narration like i did for the credit score uh, for the credit zone and just say uh, you know, of, instead of, of things and ideas, just say of things and ideas and lions, and then just oh throw, my. throw a quick line in there. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously the answer is yes. Just throw a line in there, no big deal. I think the line, if I was going to put it anywhere, though, I would put it 
right after the clock, just a quick line shoots by at the very end. Right. Up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The clock goes by quick like, line, like like full body lion or just a lion head, like the, like a like a little lion that just kind of like shoots like across a, the screen, like a lion cub. No, that'd be kind of cute, actually. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking a I'm thinking an adult lion just shooting across the screen. Okay, or maybe even spinning, like wildly spinning, like a, like an okay. astronaut floating in space, but it's a lion. Ooh, maybe a lion with an astronaut uh, helmet on. That'd be cool. Okay, that'd be Twilight right. Zone ish. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like uh, now we're talking. Blueberryian acai drink is doing <laughs> to your brain, <laughs> making it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got a few uh, little treats, tasty treats for you before we score these credits. Would you like to hear them, Gary? I would indeed. The first one I have for you is just a remix of this classic theme. <laughs> The face you're making. Way more horror. It scares me. Yeah, I don't like it. It's, it's I have more, to go to bed after this. It's more Freddy. I don't like it. It's more one, two, Freddy's coming for you kind of. that. It's kind of reminds me of that music that opens up that movie. That's what's going to be playing when Parker runs in with a doll. <laughs> Sun's going down, daddy. <laughs> I'm like, God. it's the middle of the night. It's 1 a.m. Why are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> the man with the large smile brought it to me, oh, Daddy. God. Oh, God. <laughs> doll is talking. What? <laughs> That's not a talking doll. <laughs> oh, God. Let's move into something a little more, uh, less less creepy here. This is this is like a funk, remi- a funk version, I think. Oh, okay. All right. That's enough of that. You know, uh, as you know, Max, and as our loyal listeners know, I'm I'm in a cover band. Uh, yeah, you might have mentioned that once or twice or in every episode we've ever done. Of We're this called podcast. the Del Rays, and unfortunately, we haven't been able to play together for a long time. But we used to play a Halloween show every year, and to be honest, that would be kind of fun to play this song as just as a little inter, you know, a little intermission song or like between 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 jams, little riff, you know. Just just a reminder that I'm gonna I post all these on creditscorepodcast.com and they're all in like our Apple podcast notes and all that stuff. If you want to listen to all like the full song and see these clips yourself, um, you are welcome to do that. I don't know why you'd want to listen to much more of that remix, but no. you're welcome to if you want to. No, but you should definitely go check out all the credits from the different seasons though. That I recommend. This one is a trap beat. Do you know what trap is? Yeah, it's like a southern rap, right? Kind of. Um, sure. Is that is that right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I have no. I I was asking you if you knew what trap was. I think I think trap is like southern hip hop or like an like an offset offshoot of that kind of. Okay. Well, here is then the southern hip hop version. I guess maybe not. Could be wrong. Or, or it's my or it might not be. <laughs> if I'm wrong, go ahead and email the show. It could be or it could not be. That's that's just you know how what? It, if if I'm wrong, let it go out into the credit zone. Okay. You want to lay a few bars over this, Gary? No, I don't. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thought we were going to get something good there. Nope. I absolutely don't. Yeah, I think that's 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 exactly what I expected. Yeah. I kind of like it. It's like uh, Migos or uh, Designer. I think that's their trap. He's trap rapper. Uh, you keep throwing these words at me. I have no idea what you're, what you're saying. All right. That's all I have for you, Gary. Those are those are the the treats. And now is the part of this podcast where we score these credits. It's what everyone's been waiting for to hear what Gary and Max give the Twilight Zone credits on a scale of one to ten. Gary, uh, one to ten key drips. I don't know who Gary and Max are, though. I know who Scary and Axe are. So right, I'm, yeah, I forgot. I forgive me. Yeah, but one to one to ten key drips as the uh, as the credits zone narration pointed out. We don't know what T-Drips are, but we rate our credits in T-Drips. And uh, you want me to go first? Sure. Go for it. 
Well, as we've mentioned many times, a song is worth a lot of key grips. Uh, for me, I like to say that a, a an iconic, legendary song that evokes the memory or the vibe of the show is automatically worth a six. So that's where I'm at. And then throw in the visuals and the narration, which the narration's awesome. I love I love my boy Rod Serling. You know, the, the visuals could be better. And I actually don't like when shows change them a lot from season to season. So that's a knock for me. And as I pointed out, I like season three the best. It's the most basic, but I love the spinny top, but there's not much to it. So I'm going to give a point for each for Rod and for the visuals for a solid eight for the credits or for the Twilight Zone opening credits, which is more of just a title. Okay. I'm I'm with you on the song because it's so iconic. I immediately give it a six. So I'm up there with you. I kind of like the cheesy visuals. Okay. Okay. They're so like, it's so weird and off putting to watch now. Like it's, it's just weird. So I, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to meet you at an eight, but for different reasons. Like I, okay. I like, I like those visuals and those bump me to an eight from just the song and it from being, I don't know. Final credit score or credit scare score for the twilight zone opening credits is eight key drips. There you go. Ooh, I love it. I nothing, love it. Nothing spooky about that at all. Nothing spooky. Nothing spooky. We made it. We're through. We're done. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you're not too scared of uh, Gary's possessed daughter. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't you say that. Don't you say that. She is an angel. Um, She's a little angel. Cutie. Do you you still have a monitor in her room? Should we check it and see if she's crawling on the wall? You know, there actually is an episode (laughs) of The Twilight Zone that freaked me out a little bit. It's called Little Girl Lost. Mm -hmm. And they go into their daughter's room and she's just gone. But they can hear they can hear her in the walls and shit. Oh, like and poltergeist. It, yeah, but it's also like that that Simpsons where Homer goes into like the 3D land and they can hear right. him. He's like, I'm, I'm somewhere where I don't know where I am. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so there's like times where like Parker will just be in the other room being quiet, and you get this like just terrified rush of like parent fear that like, oh god, why is she quiet? Like, did she is she did she disappear? Is she gone? Is she did she something happen? And you just go in there and she's just sitting quietly. Like playing with a toy behind the closet door or something, or just like off behind a chair or off to the just out. Of, so it freaked me out. So there are some, there are some real horror on that show, but it's not really you know what you think. Yeah, she's like, I was just listening to my friend Sally. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's Sally? On, on that note, happy Halloween season, everybody. Yeah, like I said, we've got some really good uh, other spooky episodes coming. I'm really excited about our guests for an upcoming uh, episode. Please, if you love this episode if you love the show leave us some reviews tell your friends about it you know the deal um please as as gary said he's a big fan now check out bob's credits we're having a lot of fun over there skylar and i um and we're like like i said bob's credits all across the board on social media gary if people want to follow you uh follow me on twitter dudak attack and uh, gc dudak on instagram if you want and uh i'm on instagram ruin underscore my underscore week and on twitter ruin my week all one word everybody uh stay safe wear a mask especially if you go trick-or-treating which i don't think are people doing that this year trick-or-treating i don't think you're i don't think you're allowed to technically well in florida you are so well florida you're allowed to do a lot of things that you shouldn't be doing (laughs) true true anyway stay safe and wear a mask halloween mask at home how about that yeah stay stay spooky everyone stay spooky Ooh, i like that stay spooky Ooh, stay spooky, everybody.